Blog Talk Radio. Another day, another chance. Obviously, this weekend, uh, you know, folks, the weather was great. Folks started going to the beach, which was predictable. Um, Not so predictable was the fact that on Sunday, uh, the mayor uh, said that uh, all of a sudden there may be a plan to open up the beaches later this summer. Uh, This was something that uh, the Wave and lots of folks in Rockaway had criticized the mayor for having no plan and actually admitting that he had no plan. Uh, which is, you know, which is disturbing on a number of levels, as you know, the beach is our economic engine here on the peninsula, and the fact that the mayor, uh, you know, didn't have a plan to figure out how to talk to locals and and try to work out a plan, um, you know, and and as far as I know, uh, he is only talking to you know different politicians and things like that. You know, as far as we know, the people that should be part of those conversations are not yet uh, part of those conversations, or maybe it's, you know, all hush-hush and being done behind the scenes. However, um, we have been talking to a lot of different folks, whether it's representatives of the Rockaway Beach Alliance, whether it's, you know, stakeholders, whether it's uh, people who are representatives of the civic associations here in Rockaway. And, And one of the people that we have reached out to, and one of the people we think is, uh, really qualified to have these kinds of kinds of conversations as far as trying to formulate a plan for eventually opening up opening up the beaches is Ocean Chief Lifeguard Janet Fash who joins joins us right now uh, on the Riding the Wave hotline. Uh, good morning, Janet, and welcome to Riding the Wave. Thank you. Good morning, Mark. Thank you for having me. You know, you I, I wanted to – oh, I'm great, um, and I hope that you and your family are safe um, and healthy, obviously, during this crazy we time. Good, great. Um, now, I – you know, when we – we've obviously uh, have had you, um, you know, weigh in from time to time on the different things that happen here in Rockaway when it comes to swimming safety and water safety, and, you know, I, I think that – it's one of the issues that are really being ignored, at least by, um, you know, the the people that are reporting about the beach issues. A lot of people aren't talking about um, why, you know, it's so important to have, you know, the lifeguards involved in whatever 
decisions are being made. Do you feel that that is part of the case, that the lifeguards are being uh, asked their opinion about what to do as far as opening up the beaches? Well, I think the Parks Department and the Lifeguard Union traditionally leave the lifeguards out of the conversation, and they they actually do things behind closed doors, and they don't really have us involved in the decision-making. And I think this year is like no other year, and it, it's devastating. There's a lot of families that are hurting and um, have lost family members in this pandemic, especially here in New York, and my heart goes out to all those families. And, you know, I, I look at the Rockaways. It's a, it's, it's a peninsula that's attached to the mainland, but it's really like an insulated community in the winter. And the Rockaway residents utilize the boardwalk and the beach, and then all of a sudden these decisions are being made that's going to impact the healthy environment that is their backyard. And our lifeguards are out in the dark right now. They know nothing except today they can call the lifeguard school and they can schedule a test. And where that test is going to be, I personally, as an ocean chief, I would love to have the choice to swim my test in the ocean as opposed to taking a train ride to Manhattan. Well, I, I actually agree with you. Um, as I mentioned in our discussion yesterday, I did say that, you know, back in the day when I, when I used to swim for uh, Holy Cross High School, we, you know, our, our coach used to make us take the lifeguard test, and we would take it in the ocean. We would go to the ocean, and we would jump in the ocean, and we would take the lifeguard test, you know. And I, I always felt that, especially given the riptide and the currents here in Rockaway, that it, I think it would, you know, create more of a real – uh, life scenario type of thing. So, I, you know, I, 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 I agree with you on that. But the other thing is, is that if, if let's just say for argument's sake, you know, Memorial Day weekend, we knew the city was not going to open up the beaches for Memorial Day weekend. We knew that. You know, people are treating it like he announced it. The mayor announced it on, on uh, Sunday morning. He didn't announce anything. He, he's been saying that, that the beaches wouldn't be open for Memorial Day. But as we've seen way too many times in this community is that when there's no lifeguards on duty that people will still swim and probably people who shouldn't be uh, swimming in any ocean, forget about you know the dangerous waters that, that, that can be very dangerous if, if not supervised properly um, isn't that a concern you know, that, that have, not having lifeguards on duty would result in, in drownings? It's a major concern and you know, I, I was a chief at 97, a highly populated area, and right now I'm presently the chief at uh, Beach 32nd Street, and I have a different population there. And, and some of the people that swim there are elderly Russian population. They love to come early in the morning. They swim in the cold water. They swim in the warm water, and they do fine. But as we know, not all of the population that comes to the Rockaways are swimmers, and therein lies the problem. And I, and I think during this pandemic that you do have to limit how the masses travel. And, you know, like I spoke to you, I grew up in Brooklyn uh, near Prospect Park. That was my backyard. Well, right now I wouldn't be getting in my car or taking public transportation to Prospect Park like I like to do occasionally in the summer. That's all bets would be off. And I think the people that live near Rockaway, that's their their park. So I think they have to – that the masses have to be restricted from coming and descending into the Rockaways and, and PEP and NYPD um, have to really manage the, the transportation hubs 
that lead all the people to come to the Rockaways. And, you know, that would be 95th Street to 99th Street, 108th Street where the ferry lets out, 116th Street where the buses and trains let out, and the bridges. You know, so I think until you know, the park department comes up with those things, and I think the Memorial Day was never going to happen, but, yeah. you know, there are full-time lifeguard coordinators, and I'm hoping that they have prepared us with PPE equipment, and, you know, they, they're they on staff right now, and I'm hoping that they're getting things done. But up until today, the only thing I can tell you today is lifeguards that are called the lifeguard school today, and they're going to find out a schedule for a test. Um, testing starts tomorrow. That's that's what we just heard yesterday. That That's all new developments. And, you know, we should be communicated via email. Like Jones Beach send out a beautiful email to their staff. They know what's going to happen. They know that the uh, parking lots are going to be open, that more beaches are going to be open so that the public spreads out. They're going to close the parking lots. Rockaway doesn't have parking lots. We can't close them. I mean, we have 95th Street, but half of Rockaway parks there as well because of the, right. um, you know, cars, you know. All, all the abundance so. of parking in Rockaway. That's what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah, also, um, you can't close that. Right. And, and, you know, and that's why it's so important. I, you know, that's why I believe that, and I've been criticizing the process from the beginning, is that, you know, is that how can you make a plan for an area and not have anyone from that area or any experts that have worked in that area on that, on that committee or on that, you know, on that, um, uh, you know, on that group of people that are making those decisions for that particular community. Now, again, I understand you don't want to have – I know you've been to your share of community board community board 14 meetings, and you know those things can turn into three-hour marathon nightmares. But you know you you you, you grab someone. There's more than enough people uh, that have lived here, have worked here, have been part of the concession, have been part of the lifeguards, have been part of the you know park staff, people who live in Rockaway that are part of the park staff. Why not involve more of those people? Um, you know get a member of the community board that works on parks and public safety, you know, to at least weigh in and say, well, if we decide to do this, and then you can do that stuff behind closed doors because at least we know that people from the community, people like yourself who are experts, could weigh in and say, hey, that that sounds like a great plan, but it's really not going to work because of A, B, and C. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, that, 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 you know, they'd rather make a decision and, you know, and put it forward and then deal with all the stuff afterwards. But I, I think, as you said, th th these are unprecedented times. This is a pandemic. This is not, you know, uh, a work stoppage. This is not beach erosion, uh, which was handled incredibly poorly, I thought. Um, but this is a situation where, you know, you have to weigh all of the different variables. What better way to do that than in include people who actually know what the variables are, which kind of is, is confusing to me. Uh, my question to you is, is that how long will it take, uh, in your estimation, having done this uh, for many years, how long does it take to train uh, lifeguards you know, for, for getting ready for the summer season? Well, 
I, I know what we should be looking at is we need to look west, east, and south of us at how other municipalities are handling this in, in this times of pandemic. So I know Jones Beach reached out to their lifeguards, and they had some type of quasi-lifeguard union meeting, and they listened to the lifeguards' concerns because, hey, the lifeguards are concerned. Some of them tra- travel mass transit to get to work. Some of them are curious how they're going to interact with the public. Um, some of them are curious, like Bell Harbor usually has tons of walkers and not enough beach uh, lifeguard stands. Maybe they need to put out more lifeguard stands on every beach in the Rockaways so that the lifeguards are up high and not walking amongst the public. You know, like there's a lot of things that the city of New York has to look at right now, and they can look at other municipalities as well. It's not just, you know, we, of course, know the Rockaways very well. I I know each area. I was there two days ago, and I looked at the 40s, and um, there is a piping clover nesting um, fenced off, but that water should be open this year. That, that that a lifeguard chair could be put on every beach. I mean, you can mobilize the workforce. And when you say how long it takes to train the lifeguards, well, Reese Park, um, the National Park Service, they train their lifeguards the first week of the season on the beach. So I, I don't know how long the city of New York will take. And I know that they were not able to train the brand-new lifeguards. They weren't able to finish the class. Um, because it ended in March. And and typically they do one day a week for 16 weeks from, say, January to June. So those prospective new lifeguards, they are the ones that have to be trained, probably could be done within a week or two. Um, But for the returning lifeguards, the veteran lifeguards, they really should just report to their facility and take an ocean swim test and have the CPR instructors go to each shack. I mean, I, I do hope the city of New York is not going to do their standard operating procedures of having everyone go into Manhattan and take a pool test and then, you know, go to their facilities. Because, hey, the pool lifeguards, as of right now, don't have a facility. And, you know, the city of New York trains everyone in all aspects of pool, bay, and ocean, in theory. Their lifeguard school trains all lifeguards in those three components. And what determines where you go is your swim test. Well, this year, if it has to be done in open water, those lifeguards that were in pools, they may have to be trained a little bit more. Um, But I've trained a lot of lifeguards that never were in the ocean. I'm, I'm a Brooklyn girl, and I loved the waves, and that's how I got to Rockaway is I said, I want to work at Rockaway. I didn't want to work at Coney Island because they didn't really have waves. So I think there's different beaches that have different situations. Coney Island is a touristy location. Coney Island has to limit the masses from going there. Orchard Beach has a parking lot. They have, I think, a better chance of controlling how many people are going to descend on Orchard Beach. But the Rockaways, like I said before, the training of the lifeguards, that's not going to take long. They really have to get the workforce ready. And I think there's a lot of college kids that want this job and deserve their job back. And everyone has been in the dark right now. We haven't heard anything. And that was unfortunate. Other municipalities were communicating with their for- workforce. But it's starting now. And today, lifeguards could call and find out when they can take um, 
you know, when they can go back to their job. And then a new candidate, I don't know what the training looks like because we're not involved in that. When, when I think about, you know, some of the solutions to some of these problems, um, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always reminded that, uh, you know, you just illustrated it so well, you know, that every beach is different. You know, um, every, you know, and, and the park's way of dealing with things is just the way the administration deals with it, is that they treat all parks the same. They treat all, uh, they treat all beaches the same. And beaches aren't parks, and, and every, every park, every beach has a different feeling, has a different, um, you know, feature that why people go there. People have always come to Rockaway to surf. That's been something that's been happening for, you know, over 100 years that's happened. So you would think at some point they had figured out, you know, how to, how to man it, how to, how to cultivate it, how to make sure that so if something like this does happen, you know, for instance, if let's say this was a work stoppage, let's say the lifeguards went out on strike because they didn't like their contract, you still have to figure out a way to keep the beaches, you can't close the beaches because, you know, the lifeguards aren't there. So, you know, what I'm saying is, is that there are so many different ways that things can be improved. And one would hope that with this, with this pandemic, shutting everything down, as the weather turns, that, you know, both the governor and the mayor and, you know, other folks who live here have talked about, you know, um, there's something opening the beach, you know, is, is for locals is one thing. Opening up the beach to the rest of New York City to come here is quite another. So somewhere in the middle, there has to be a balanced plan, right, that allows for kind of a, keeping the door open a little bit for, for locals to not only take advantage of, of the beach and take advantage of what's being offered to them, but also to to kind of not overwork anyone and not create, you know, a Petri dish where, you know, people are coming from all over the place and clogging the beaches. And that's why I think it's important for lifeguards like yourself that have been around, that are chiefs, that have been around to be part of the conversation. So I'm hoping that um, this this interview, this story that we're working on, uh, kind of puts a bug in the ear of people who make those kinds of decisions and that you will be more involved because I feel that it would help um, I feel it would help the process. I mean, would you welcome that that kind of an opportunity if it was offered to you? Uh, of course I would welcome that. And I do think that, that uh, and believe the city has to limit the population that is traveling to the Rockaways and yet at the same time recognize that surfers will descend with surf. And perhaps there'd be a recognition somehow that Rockaway Beach is utilized all year round by surfers and some ocean swimmers. You know, as we speak, there's probably some ocean swimmers that already took their swim this morning, you know. So rather than um, shutting down the Rockaways with the warm water, they need to open it up for the residents of Rockaway right now, you know, and have every beach from Beach 9th to Beach 149th Street open for the public. You know, there has to be... Um, you know, protection, of course, and there's, there's a, a big lifeguard force um, that is waiting to work. And some of those lifeguards, by the way, we don't know because we, get, um, we don't communicate as a union as a whole. 
some of those lifeguards might have had some family loss, and this coronavirus might be anxious for them to even come to work. We don't know. You know, we don't know. Um, only the city of New York knows how many people um, said they were available to work this summer. But um, they still have to be mobilized right now, and I'm excited that today there's at least a phone call they can make at 212-397-3157. And, you know, the, the conversation is at least starting for the lifeguards because they've been in the dark. Well, look, I, I certainly appreciate the time, Janet. Uh, I, I certainly appreciate your 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 candid, uh, you know, your candid responses, and uh, we need more of that uh, as we as we as we navigate this pandemic. We need more people who are willing to lay it out on the line and say, look, this is what we need to do, and less of hedging our bets, you know. And there's too much of that going on right now, and yeah. uh, it's refreshing to hear. It's refreshing to hear from. I mean, you've always been very cooperative with us, but it's refreshing to hear someone who has this um, expert background that, you know, can really lay it out for us and, and give us the, you know, the straight dope. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And thank you for inviting me on uh, the wave podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, anytime, Janet. And uh, we look forward to hopefully when all this is over, seeing you down here and uh, uh, doing a great job as always. Thank you. Be safe. You too, Janet. And that was uh, Janet Fash, Ocean Chief Lifeguard, who was uh, more than uh, willing to join us and talk about, you know, some of the logistics that are, you know, going to be in place or and going to be needed to be in place for any kind of beach opening. And again, folks, we we exist here, you know, not as a political machine. We exist here not as a uh, a cheerleader for anyone. Our, our job here is to report facts. And when we see that facts aren't being reported by an administration, either at the state level or at the city level, we're going to point fingers. We're going to offer uh, our solutions. We're going to try to talk to as many experts as we can to try to get to the bottom of any of these situations. So we look forward to hearing from you. We hope that you enjoy this podcast. We hope that you uh, call in uh, to this podcast. We want you to be part of, of the program. We want uh, your responses. You know, whenever you have a question, please always feel free to send a letter to the editor. Uh, my email at the wave is editor at rockawave.com. That's R-O-C-K-W-A-V as in Victor, E.com. And uh, look, you know, even if your letter is is critical of something that we've reported or something I've written, you know, I want to hear from you. You know, we want to hear what you have to say. And uh, you know, during this pandemic, what better way to communicate with your newspaper than to send a letter to the editor? You know, to engage us on Twitter at the Wave News, to engage us on Facebook at the Wave News to engage us and, and talk with us on Instagram at The Wave News. And, you know, it, it's, it's, look, journalism is more important than ever during these times. Local journalism, people who are, have been working hard to get a paper out every week, uh, no matter what our status is, whether we're in the office or working remotely, uh, you have folks like Allison Case, who is our digital editor, who's from Broad Channel, that's, you know, constantly uh, talking with with, with, with with our folks, our readership. Uh, Ray Van, our community editor, who's out and about 
all t- all the time trying to get stories and trying to find out what people are doing and our and our reporters our freelancers that are that are you know trying to get back into the swing of things during this pandemic and we're all doing it for for you folks the Rockaway community we get a paper out every week regardless of how many hours we get to work or you know what whatever obstacles are thrown in our way every Friday you're going to see the wave so we appreciate your support we appreciate uh you know the feedback even when you're yelling at us we 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 want we want and take this responsibility of being Rockaway's newspaper very very seriously and i i i've written this before i've said it before you know i just recently celebrated my 6th year here you know as as the editor of the wave and so in that 6 years i've seen the resiliency and the loyalty and the commitment and the and the courage and the bravery of the rockaway community so i know that this paper which has withstood you know world war 1 the great depression world war 2 you know superstorm sandy you know i i've seen us I've seen this paper be resilient through all of those challenges and we're going to beat this we're going to beat this too and we're going to we're going to be here for you as we fight COVID-19. Folks, I hope you're I he- uh, hope you're healthy. I hope you're safe. Uh you can always give us a call here at the Wave 718-634-4000. Uh for those of you who don't know uh yet, we we actually moved uh from the old Wave building on uh, Beach 90th Street and Rockaway Beach Boulevard. We are now in Bell Harbor at Beach 129th Street. So come by, you know, come by the office when all this is over. You know, please feel free to come by and visit us uh, at 438 Beach 129th Street. Have a great day, folks. Have a great week. And um, really hope you enjoyed our interview today. And if you have any other suggestions of people you want us to talk to, you know, give us a call. 718-634-4000. Send us an email at editor at rockawave.com, R-O-C-K-W-A-V-E.com. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for riding the wave. I'm Mark Healy. Have a great week, folks.